Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. Number 90, Sporty, I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. Who's number 90? TJ Watt. <laughs> there you go. It, it doesn't have the same ring as JJ Watt. It does, but at the same time, you're like, yeah, TJ, you're just not as fearsome as, as JJ. He's missing a J. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, let's see. Javon Clowney is also number 90. Julius Peppers, when he was relevant, and Dominic and Sue. So we're getting to the, we're getting to the defensive players. All right. For hockey, for hockey, you got Joey Juno played with the Eagles. I think he played with uh, Montreal for a little bit. With the Eagles, <clears throat> or Capitals? Excuse me, Capitals, <laughs> Eagles. Yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> Actually, went to the Stanley Cup Finals and got swept by Detroit. Yeah, they did. Did that happen? Is nice when that Cup number one. Well, of the of beginning of the run, I should say. That no, that was the year after they they swept Philly. Nah. Yeah, that was when oh, hockey was hockey. That's number two. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one they they, they brought uh, Konstantinov out on the ice and on the wheelchair and stuff. Put the cup in his lap and then skating around the Joe. Uh, that, 20 years ago this year, actually. That was 98. It's 2018. Yep. Holy shit. And it's the first show in March. March Madness coming up. Oh, but, but maybe it'll be the last March Madness ever. There's a bunch of madness going on in the NCAA. <laughs> yeah, it, it was madness in January. It got more mad in February. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arizona's coach getting caught by the FBI talking about uh, wanting to pay $100,000 for gentlemen to come play for him. Oops. So that's it for him. Uh, I mean, what was it? Shaq's son decommitted, if that's even a thing, from there. I mean, and now it's it's kind of started a shitstorm. I mean, we posted this uh, this story in the chat of uh, the NCAA. Uh, What's it? Uh, uh, last year's uh, number one pick allegedly took. Ten grand from uh, what was it, Andy Miller and his ASM Sports Agency while he was in high school, uh, and then there's several other names uh, on this report. And yeah, and now that I'm sitting here in Kansas, fucking KU player took two thousand dollars. Wichita State player took a thousand dollars. So it's not just a big name school. Well, KU is pretty big, but Wichita yeah. State. No, but I mean, how how deep is this going to go? I mean, this is going to go. This is going to keep happening until they fucking until they they break the players off some cash yeah. that they generate. That's all there is to it. You're talking about kids that mostly come from not Shaq's kid, obviously, but most most kids that that <clears throat> that, that get recruited heavy come from middle class and, and and lower, you know, working class, working poor, and they don't have you know fuck you money to you know piss around at, at school. Yeah. And we've talked about it before. Yeah, they get it. They get a scholarship and all that. That's nice. And they get like what? What was it? I think. I know it's been upped since the interview I saw, but I think it was like ten dollars a day per diem for food. Mm. Now you're gonna you're yeah, gonna, you're, gonna, like 
you're going to tell a fucking six foot six, 350 yeah. pound fucking lineman, here's $10, fill yourself up today? That's half a breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, in, unless you want them all eating off the dollar menu at McDonald's or some shit, what the fuck is that going to do? And I mean, it's not like you're constantly able to go fucking between class and practice and all that shit. It's not like you're constantly able to, to just, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna go to the cafeteria and eat blah, 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 blah. And they, by the way, some colleges still charge you to fucking eat at the cafeteria. Doesn't matter if you got a scholarship or not. Well, too, aren't these guys? Isn't every second of their day planned for them? When are you supposed to go run back and use that meal plan? Well, yeah, but guys, it's going to happen even after that. Even if they gave players money, it's still going to happen. Because everybody wants the top prospects to go to their team. This is going to well, happen. I mean, there's that, too. Usually I want to shout you down there, Ice this, Man, but that's a valid goddamn point. Well, the, I'm just talking about from the get-go... I mean, I'm not talking about to get them to go. I'm talking about once they're in the school, once they're at the school. That's that's probably where a lot of these fucking problems come. Once they commit and it's done and it's over with, that's Do you know how to stop thing. this? Do you know how to stop this? Minor leagues. Yeah. We always talk about that the, the college basketball and football programs are the minor leagues for the pros. But baseball has a minor league program. That's their farm system. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when a player goes to college, when they get out of college, they have to spend time in the minor leagues. Hockey also has one. Right. So they have to spend time in the minor I don't care how much money you take in college. Your ass is going to the minors. But you, you, also, yourself, have a lot of, huh? you also have a lot of guys who get offered scholarships to go to college, who play baseball or hockey. Well, you can get same time scholarship. There's nothing wrong with that. Hold on. At the same time as getting offered a contract to play for a professional baseball team in the minors, you can't do both. Oh, I mean, you choose. can. You can. <laughs> but I mean, but do you see what I'm saying? There's that's that's not an option for basketball and football players. Not yet. But that's how you're going to stop this this corruption. That you can't go straight from college to the pros. You have to spend time in the minor league. You have to. So I don't care if you take $1,000, a million dollars. I don't care. Once you're done with your schooling, take your ass to the minor league. It's the I only just, way I that's going to stop. I think we just need to drop the pretense of these guys even going to college. Like, I love college football. I don't really care about college basketball, period, but whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, we just need to drop the pretense of them going to, to school. And once you go out like LeBron, say, fuck it. Going if, you guys could, if you guys, if you guys can hear me, I can't hear you. I dropped out again. So, anyways, I uh, okay. As long as you heard me, yeah, can hear you. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, it just it's 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 not, here's the thing. I don't ever see it happening. NFL and NBA got too good of a fucking system set up. They can literally weed out the players who can hack it. Players who are injury prone and they don't have to spend a dime on them. Why would why would they agree to a change in how the system works? That's where the problem lies. So well, if you're going to have players, if you're going to have players, and you're going to have the NFL and the NBA fight you at every turn to set up their own minor leagues, then I, I, pay the fucking players. Period. I don't know what else to say. Sorry, sorry colleges. 
you've had what over a hundred years of making a lot of money off of fucking players. It, it's either that or you're going to have th- these scandals constantly, and it's only going to get worse and worse. Damn, Rich, the King, as a quote just came over my phone, pretty much backing you up here. Uh, talking about the drop the pretense about they're going to college. Uh, he says, I don't know all the rules and regulations about it, but I do know what five-star athletes bring to a campus, both in basketball and football. I know how much these college coaches get paid. I know how much these colleges are, gaming off, are gaining off of these kids. I've always heard the narrative they get a free education, but you guys aren't bringing me on campus to get an education. You guys are bringing me on it to help you get a final four, or to get to a final four or to a national championship. That's what I'm saying. Don't You can't tell me that these... Most colleges, most college coaches don't give a fuck about their players' education. That's just something they say when they go fucking sit in the living rooms and talk to the parents. And and, and the, believe me, the coaches who do care about their kids getting an education probably aren't coaching at top teams. I mean, it's just it's it's just not it's just not, it's just not the case. It's very rare do you have a football player from Harvard go you know as an as a number one pick. Or in the first round. I mean, how many times have we ever heard that? Never. I mean, every once in a while, while well, you had what's-his-nuts from Stanford went uh, quarterback. Uh, uh, Alex Harbaugh made him a respectable. Yeah, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. It, no, it wasn't Liner. It was USC, right? Who the fuck, yeah. Who the fuck was a quarterback that came out of Stanford? Alex Smith. Out of Stanford? Yeah, there was somebody that came went high in the draft a few years ago, a QB out of Stanford. Who was it? Oh, Richard Sherman went there. I know that. <laughs> well, but anyway, I'm not going to fucking, you know. It's, a bit, it's spending too much time on something that's really shitting on Rich's point. <laughs> <laughs> Quite honestly. Yeah, you Kevin have... Hogan? You, you never really no. It's someone we've heard of. Andrew Buck. There we go. Yeah, he said someone we heard of. <laughs> <laughs> someone that matters, fucker. <laughs> which, which, hopefully, hopefully, luck. Uh, uh, did he? Did he? Did he finish his degree? Did he go back? He should. And yeah, by the way, Alex Smith, tight end. Was it a Buccaneers in two thousand five? <laughs> From Stanford. <laughs> so there you go. Look, what? The quarterback, Alex Smith? No, the oh. tight end. Ah. <laughs> so I, I get those two mixed up. That was interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, I mean, look, either accept that there's corruption and keep going with with how it's going or pay the players. Just start That's paying them, man. Just start paying them. So just, just start paying them. That's really how we fix this. Because you're right, Rich. The NBA and the, excuse me, NFL have too much of a good thing going. It would be a dramatic upheaval of the system they got going on now. You know, we're talking about walking into, you know, a Monopoly game, taking the board and just flipping it over. So just inject some cash into this, you know, start, start breaking them off a piece. Let him get paid from the NCAA video game. You know, well, it, it, let, it would, let him get paid for jersey sales. 
What I love is that most of the people who are against the players getting paid are more conservative types. And can you imagine any other business where someone profits off of the labor of someone else and the person putting into the actual work gets hardly anything in return? Service industry. Ba- but I mean, but do you, do you see what I'm saying? Like, like I, I, I'm like, how, how, how are you guys cool with this? You know, because it's always the old stodgy people. You know, oh, uh, tradition. Who gives a fuck about tradition? Like, I get it. it. It's, it's, it wasn't that way back in the day. But you know what? Wasn't the the way it is back in the day that it is today? Every single fucking sport is being played. They used to wear leather helmets when they played football. No fucking face guards. Hardly any pads. You want to go back to that? Used to because be a, it's tradition. Used to, used to be all white guys. Hey, I, okay. What about this? Now this is serious. If they go to college and they're good enough to get paid, quote unquote, and an NBA team wants them, why doesn't the NBA team pay for their college? Because once again, you're taking money out of the owners of. NBA team's hands and they're not going to go for that because it, they've got a good system set up right now. Okay, but their system's coming to an end, Rich. Something has to happen. The FBI has said no fucking more, bro. <laughs> this FBI investigation is is closing saying, down I, you know, I'm big not saying, teams in, Madness, in March Madness. You know, I'm not saying put them on a salary, but I'm saying if you're going to sell their jerseys, let them get a piece. Let them no, get a, Chris. I understand what you're you guys using are them to fill that. the stadiums. Let them get a cut of ticket sales, like that but kind of shit. Here's the thing: that's not going to stop the quote unquote corruption. It's not. There's still going to be agents and money men handing these kids money to go to this team. God damn it, he's right, Rich. Yeah, but Earl, we have laws against murder. It doesn't stop murder. No, I got right? you. Just because just because we're not going to 100% stop something doesn't mean, well, fuck it, let's just, let's just keep it the way it is. That doesn't make any sense. But I mean, if, you, does... if, you take, if you take the incentive and if you take the incentive to take corrupt money, quote unquote, away, it'll happen less. Yes, you're still going to have teams that are going to go, look, you know, hey, uh, it's amazing. You know, uh, if, you sign, if, if you commit to us, your mom will have a new house and you'll be driving a new car on campus and we got four strippers that are ready to do all the butt stuff in the world you want to do to them. So I get all of that, but I'm saying that the... NFL team or NBA teams or whoever is making these payment, you know, infractions, they're, you know, benefiting from all of this. So if they're benefiting from all this, it's time to pay the piper. You've been getting, as you said, you've been getting away with this shit for over a hundred years. Colleges make money and pro teams make money, you know. Okay, it's time to give to the fucking, you know, the athlete. But who's going to give it? The NFL team's already given money to them through a money man. Fuck that. Let's make it that they have to pay for their college. If you got a LeBron James kid in high school and you know he's a blue chip player. But then now you're talking about having the draft, drafting him right out of high school, basically. 
No, no. If you got a blue chip player like LeBron James and you know he's going to be a star, pay for his fucking college. When he's yeah. done, you can have it. That just, I don't know. I mean, I get where you're coming from. You're cutting out the middleman, guys. That's all you're doing with yeah, but, the NBA or NFL uh, but, play. But then you're only, then, but then you're only putting your money into sure things, you know. Yeah, a Muggsy Bogues would never make it with your oh, system. Oh, but I'm putting money into what they're putting money into. Look, you're, you're, they think they're going to play. Okay, you you can't untie the knot, so you're just saying cut the fucking knot in half, and that's the solution. Yeah, it's a solution. It's not the best one. The best one is let them make their fucking money off their own fucking likeness and their own fucking work. Period. And and it, it guess what? Free market people should love that. If you're a star, if you're a star in your college basketball team, your fucking appearance fee. Your 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 signing fee is going to be more than if you're riding the bench. No, Rich, I get that, period. But we're arguing two points. Independent two contractor. We're we're arguing two different points. I believe they should be paid for their likeness as well, and and all of that. But that's not going to stop funneling money into these athletes to go to a certain team. That's not going to stop that. But I don't see how a pro team paying for a player that they haven't drafted yet. To go to a college is going to help. Because that's the law that they're breaking right now, Rich. Okay, wait a minute. Where are pro teams paying players to go to colleges? Where are where are these kids getting the money from, Rich? From fucking agents and, and school boosters and shit. Right. You're telling me Jerry Jones is throwing money at a player he has no guarantee that he's ever going to see in a fucking Cowboys uniform? No. Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. That is fucking retarded, dude. That makes no fucking sense. It's boosters. It's fucking alumnus. That's who's fucking paying these kids to go to their school that they went to because they want to see a national championship banner. Why are you bringing in professional sports into anything to do with these fucking kids? Makes no sense. They haven't been through the draft. They don't hold the rights to these players. So why should they pay for their fucking college? Cutting out the middleman, Rich. You're adding a middleman. Uh, okay. He's right. Ice is what we're talking about. You'd have to have the draft with with high school players. It's like at that point, it's like buying stocks. Uh, we're putting our money on that guy. You know. Yes. Yeah. So okay, so they draft him at 18, and they still have to go to college for at least three years. So. You're drafted at 18, and the professional team now holds the rights to your contract, and whatever school you go to, that professional team has to pay for that schooling. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, I think you got a better shot of fucking going balls deep in fucking Natalie Portman and you could do a fucking that happening, but whatever. I, I don't see that happening whatsoever. There's no fucking professional there's no professional league that's going to agree to that. And then you gotta get the players union to agree to that. And what's gonna happen if these play if if a if a kid who's drafted at eighteen red shirts for a year 
Or fuck it, let's just say yeah, he's, just, he's a true. Let's just say he's a true freshman. He goes out there and he he gets fucking Joe Theismann. Yeah, I just paid for all of your college, and in your very last game, yeah, you get Joe Theismann. Like wah wah. I mean, it's not that. It's not that the idea itself is bad, Earl. It's you have to get these professional teams to agree to it. And right now, they hold all the cards. It is a perfect system for them. They can basically just sit back, lay in the cut, and let the players come to them. And they've been, like I said, they've weeded out the weak, the injury-prone, the not big and fast enough guys. I mean, that's the, to get the, the, the professional teams to agree to it is going to be it is going to take moving heaven and earth. It's probably going to take something that I really don't want to go down this road because I've never really been a fan of this. It's probably going to take the fucking government making laws and legislating to make it happen. And I've never really liked that. I never understood why we had fucking baseball players testifying before Congress about fucking steroids. What, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? I mean, why, why the fuck are you... I mean, the free agency thing, the collusion beef that that, that they came up with, the, with Major League Baseball in the 80s, that's one thing. But to make laws to force teams to do something... I just, I guess, it goes against the, what little libertarian streak I have in me. I don't know. I just, I don't see how that's, I don't see how that's going to help anybody. Because once again, it's just like tax laws. They're going to find a loophole and they're going to work that loophole until they close it, and they'll find another one and another one and another one. It's working that hole. I mean, well, yeah, also- and I get that. I just, I don't see a way out of this that's going to be in anything helpful. To me, it seems you're never going to get boosters, alumni who are willing to take their own money and under the table pay a player to go to a school. You're never going to get the threat of that happening out. To me, the problem is once they're in the school. That's where it seems like a lot of this shit they get caught up with. And the, the way to stop that is let them make money off their own fucking name and, and likeness. And the fact that the NCAA pulled every fucking NCAA video game and refuses to let me come out anymore for the last, what, four or five years instead of let the players make money off their likeness tells you how dead set against it the NCAA is. So what you have is professional sports teams who don't want the the status quo to change and the NCAA who doesn't want the status quo to change because they're both making money hand over fist off of people's labor and work and effort and talent. And, I mean, I'm not going to go so far as to call it, like, slavery, but it is an exploitive system. It's like indentured servitude. I I would go that far because colleges also want the athletes to have jobs in order to support themselves. So you're supposed to play the game, practice, travel, do your schoolwork and do regular work for money? You've got to be shitting me. Don't they practice like four hours every day? Like seven days a week? Well, it depends yeah. on the sport school, but yeah. And I then mean, you got class? When the fuck are you so, supposed to work? Like Some coaches will fucking make you go do, will do two a days. Right. Yeah. Depends on what, what program you're, you're with. When the fuck are you supposed to work in the middle of all that? Well, that's what I'm saying. Because by the I, way, oh, you're there to go to quote-unquote school... You got to do that at some point. Yeah, you well, got to I mean, stay eligible. 
Yeah. <laughs> and that's why you have a lot of kids taking shit like uh, keyboarding class. Yeah, basket weaving. <laughs> <laughs> Lesbian dance theory, you know? It's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, can you imagine that some star quarterback like it, it, it like Alabama? They, they're like, oh, we got to find some bullshit classes for him to sign up for. Uh, give send him to a gender studies class. At the end of that semester, he comes out. Uh, I'm now non-binary, trans, gender fluid, queer presenting, blah blah blah. And it's like, oh, you just fucked everything up because now we you now we got to put. You, can you still throw the football? That's all I give yeah. a fuck about. <laughs> yeah, but in certain states. You know, it's like, oh, now you got to play for the women's team. And we don't have a women's football team, so you're fucked. <laughs> so. No, listen, you're going to keep this shit quiet, and you're going to get us to states. That's, the, what, <laughs> that's what they'll you're gonna, say. You're going to do what men used to do who were like you back in the day. You're going to wear your lingerie under your football uniform and keep your mouth shut. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to go. I get out there go and throw that pass. Yeah, as long as as long as you keep throwing touchdowns, we will look the other way when you go to the Blue Oyster on Friday nights, okay? Yeah. We don't give a fuck who you're fucking on Saturday. We just give a fuck what you do on Sunday. Well, and I mean, once again, you have agents as far as as far as I know, and they, the rules might have changed. If you are coming out of high school and you talk to an agent, you are automatically ineligible to play for a college basketball or football team. So, well, here you have agents coming in, like in this story, and basically that's the middleman in here. They're the ones that are taking money from the boosters and the, and the alumni and giving it to these fucking players. And on top of that, we haven't even touched on the fact that the documents that, that <laughs> have been have been looked at uh, have uh, what is it? AMS ASM Sports Agency meeting with Michigan State. Basketball head coach Tom Izzo. Uh oh. And, and before we started recording, I asked you guys, and I'll say it again: How do you even attempt to spin that? Like, oh, they had nothing to do with anything shady. I mean, it, they're friends. It, all jokes aside, <laughs> is it even possible? <laughs> Fuck no, dude. Like, and, and quite honestly, would it surprise you the talent that states had come through it the last twenty years? Would that fucking surprise either of you? No, exactly. Oh, just take take the Shaggy defense. <laughs> Wasn't me. Wasn't me. <laughs> Caught me red-handed. Wasn't me. <laughs> they need a, they need a, they need them Ed Martin. They need somebody who's going to mysteriously die the day before he's supposed to testify. Same. Well, <laughs> when when this report came out. How loud do you think the collective fucking uh, fuck was from East Lansing? Oh, I'm surprised we didn't surprised we didn't hear it all the way out here <laughs> on the outskirts of Detroit. Oh, the entire state of Michigan went shit. Oh, <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. Oh, I know a bunch of Speedway Spartans that got pissed off. Oh boy, there's there's a there's a local one uh, who on, on local sports and. Oh boy, he was he was going in hard, but he's not a speedway defending his boy. No, he actually went to MSU. He's not speedway Spartan. I'll give him that. No, he went to MSU, but yeah, you 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 got <laughs> it's it, this is okay. MSU fans, Sparty. Now you know how 
Wolverine fans felt in the 90s <laughs> with the shit with the Fab Five broke. We were just like, you got to be fucking kidding me, right? We don't need this shit. <laughs> and on top of it, you got fucking Kitty Diddler and everything going on in the athletic department. I mean, I, I feel bad. I feel bad for MSU. And I hate MSU. Yeah, but I it's feel not bad even- for it. It's, 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 again, it's not just MSU. MSU has a lot to deal with other than paying athletes. But, you know, that's that's one big program. It's all over the country, Rich. It's everywhere. Oh, yeah, this, oh no, definitely. This, definitely. this FBI thing, this is going to be an onion with a million layers. I just think, unfortunately, MSU is in the national media's crosshairs because of the Larry Nassar thing. Oh, yeah. And every little fucking thing after it is just amplified. Yeah, they're popular target at the moment. Like I'm, I'm really thinking that MSU is going to be the sacrificial lamb that the NCAA trots out to shut up the media. Oh, like, it can't. It, I mean, it, it really. It, even if it wanted to, even if a volunteer stood up and was like, "We'll take it." Nah, that's it, it's impossible. Louisville is gonna get slammed. If they don't get the death penalty, I don't know what deserves it. Well, that's really another thing, too, is you think they're going to start throwing the death penalty around again? I mean, that's talking nice man in the chat. When's the last time we really saw it when somebody got caught paying players? I mean, you think you think this they, they start throwing that around again? I mean, yeah, that Southwest Western Conference uh, back in the Pony Express days, that was like the Wild West as far as throwing money at players, and it appears that that's exactly what's going on in college basketball right now. Oh, just college sports, period. I mean, you could argue, I mean... Provable as far as federals. They just started. (laughs) You could argue Ohio State got caught up in it, but it wasn't like straight-up cash. You know, it was like, well, what does nuts sell in his pants or whatever? Like that kind of shit. Yeah, no, this yeah. is straight up giving people. This is straight up cutting checks. Like this is what the NCAA frowns upon. You know. Well, yeah, but this is this is so big, dude. This is in big colleges, little colleges. Exactly. This, this is gonna be every, every. Yeah, this is gonna be every fucking where. It's gonna be at Baker College. They don't even have that, a fucking athletic department. I'm saying. Spex oh, Howard's basketball team is gonna get the all I'm saying is, and I talked about this to you guys before, the NCAA's job was to stop all of this. Obviously, from Jump Street, <laughs> you had one job. They didn't do a thing. You'd, not one. You had one fucking job. To not the people let this that were happen. Paying, yeah, the people that were paying the athletes turned around and paid the fucking NCAA but guys. What if, oh, what if you find out they're funding it? Oh, man. What happens then? What if it's the deep state? What if they're, what, you know, you know what I'm saying? So like, we don't know George, where this is going to go. George Soros and the Koch brothers. Yeah, no. <laughs> Paying right. players. <laughs> I, I, uh, this is just, you know, I, it's funny. I, we recorded last week's episode and I pretty much shit all over the NCAA and the, and the International Olympic Committee. And like two days later, I was listening to Joe Rogan's episode from like two days after we recorded, and he was saying the exact same thing. And for everything, for all the mixed martial arts and everything that Joe Rogan's into, he's not into any other sports. And so this just kind of proves my point that people that aren't even really 
into sports are starting to get sucked into this story. And are, they're saying they're coming to the same conclusion that people who are into sports are into, which is these institutions that we've had set up for years and decades and all this shit are, are either complicit or absolutely useless, incompetent. And I don't know which one was worse. And it's only when they get when they get called on the carpet do all of a sudden they go, oh, oh uh, yeah, yeah, we'll punish them. But now it's like, Iceman, you've said it a few times. It's a little too late. FBI is involved. Yeah. And once the FBI gets involved... They're going to tell the NCAA, sit down and shut up. You had your chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you, you've had five decades. And, and now they're going to look at him and go, why didn't you do it here? What happened here? What did you do over there? How could you not see this here? I'm, I'm just, I think the NCAA's favorite saying from here out is going to be, I plead the fifth. Fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I need to visit. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yes, it is. <clears throat> My favorite is when he did the glasses. <laughs> Tried to match a pitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look at NCAA is going to recreate that scene at their congressional hearing. <laughs> they just don't have an answer. Seriously, guys. Out of everything I've seen and everything that keeps coming and keeps co- and keeps going and go- it keeps and going, and they're fucking boning over here with the NCAA. It, they just they don't have a defense. Their one job, their only job, was to stop the corruption, and they didn't even come close. Well, they would say that their job is to protect the student athlete. Now, can we all agree that that's pretty much bullshit? Yeah, I mean that's like right. that's like putting that's like putting a child molester in a kindergarten class. It's 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 essentially what it is. You're like really, you're there to protect the athlete? No, you're there to protect the business interests. Interest is of the college athletic programs that you represent. Period. Right. It, they didn't. It appears to me, honestly, the appearance that the NCAA gives off today is they just sat there and collected a check. They're like the, the correctional guard that sits there and watch TV instead of the monitors. Meanwhile, you know, Nasser's getting buck-fucked and looks like cafeteria line. <laughs> well, we know that's how it's going good, down anyway. Ain't nothing like a good piece of ass. <laughs> Pass me some of that Nasser over there. <laughs> Pass you know me some I mean? Larry. <laughs> so... I'm I go to work on this ass. <laughs> so that's that's what it, that's the appearance that NCAA has given off because they have done absolutely nothing. There's not a college that has been investigated that doesn't have some sort of infraction. No, and I mean I I do agree with uh, our local our number one local sports talk DJ here in Detroit. Our only Mike 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 Valeni. Uh, it, it, any top college program, no matter what sport it is, is corrupt at some at, on some level. That's the only way to compete. If you're ranked, there's some dirt in your closet. Fuck dirt. There's whole fucking graveyards in your closet. It's just you. The trick is not to piss anyone off enough to where they go looking for what's in that graveyard. That's the trick. And that's why I said, like, MSU is kind of, like, fucked right now. Because they're just in the middle of the crosshairs, whether, no matter what they do at this point. And, I mean, Louisville? I don't know, man. I, either that's one the center right there. 
either one is, is, is see Louisville MSU might skate by with getting NCAA to come down on them. Louisville has got the big dick of the government, you know, like, like if, if seriously, the FBI is just rubbing its dick on, on Louisville's asshole going, you know, any second we're going in, right? I mean, you know, consent or no, it's going in. I mean, it's just all there is to it. So, yeah, it's, a, it's, they're sitting there going, please don't, please don't. Oh, stop begging. It's coming. <laughs> exactly. Not happening. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just getting it lubed up so I don't hurt. This is going to hurt. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. This next part's gonna feel like a train going up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's bad. Where's my Thomas the Tank? Where's that fucking whistle when I need it? <laughs> chew, 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 motherfucker! Here comes the pain train. I mean, and I, like I said, MSU might get away with, you know, the NCAA might go okay. We're gonna come down hard on them because Louisville's been basically taken out of our hands. I mean. And here's the thing. Okay, let's say the FBI comes down hard on Louisville. What does the NCAA do? Because if, if they come down on, on Michigan State and they let the FBI handle Louisville, isn't that going to make it look like they're playing favorites? It, it's. I'm getting the impression that this is out of the NCAA's hands already, all over the country. I think FBI is going to investigate all of these incidences and they're going to have to come up with the solution. Because obviously, the like I said, the NCAA ain't done dick. But sit and watch TV and collect a check. And all of this, all of this, because of rules that the NCAA pretty much had instituted themselves. That's, that's the irony in the situation. I mean, if it wasn't against the NCAA regulations and rules to pay a player to go to a college, what would the FBI have to investigate? Nothing. I mean, maybe... D- Dr. Larry Nasser. I mean, could it, is, is it considered quid pro quo? We'll pay you, you go to our, our school, so maybe that's what they could get them on? I mean, I don't know. I, it's That's what I'm saying. Like, <sighs> It really is just a case of, of, of an institution setting up a bunch of rules that, in the end, tear themselves... That, it's going to help tear themselves down because I don't know. I man, it's like it's like the NFL. I don't. I know people who love football who are like, I can't fucking stand the NFL as a as a company as a corporation. Like I just I you know a lot of people feel that way, but they like the product, you know. And I, I, a lot of people feel that way about the NCAA. So I don't think there's going to be any easy solutions. It's not going to be pretty. I think the best thing the fucking NCAA can hope for is that another big story happens and this just gets buried on the back page because isn't that isn't that how the 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 world works right now in our culture i mean if you're going to prison you're still going to go to prison it's just it's not on the front page of the newspaper it's on the back page of this you know or or, or it's it's on you know the second or third page of the sports sports section instead of the front page of the newspaper that's all you can really hope for is to not have your name and your your institutions named drug through the mud you know out of sight out of mind type thing huh yeah well i mean hey trump start bombing somebody (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised the ncaa hasn't called him up been like hey uh you know that that uh that that doofus with the funny haircut in north korea he he called you a bitch no seriously straight up called you a bitch dude there's i think you need to do something about that hey mexicans are sneaking into the white house man (laughs) 
Oh. Melania Trump is no longer yours. Do something. He didn't give, he didn't give a fuck. He's been, apparently been tapping that ass, and he don't give a shit. But that's another podcast on Regimented. Saturdays on ChristopherMedia.net. <laughs> so from one failing institution to another, the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, my phone yesterday was just blowing up with all the activity at the trade deadline, which that happened. Yeah, the, the NHL turned into the little monsters. You remember that movie? Well, hey, me, remember last year we all talked about how really the trade deadline came and went. And, you know, it was fucking... Yeah. It, that was last year. And not just for the Red Wings, it was for fucking everybody. This year, yeah, not so much. Well, I mean, you have... You know, as far as the Wings go, they... I mean, we talked about them getting rid of Morazic, Thomas Tatar. See ya. Bye-bye. He's going to the and Knights. He's going to the playoffs. Yeah. He's, <laughs> it's not exactly worse to first, but it's eh, pretty bad to first. You know. Yeah, my, so, my, my uh, wife was like, we, we had a player named after Ross Steak. <laughs> <laughs> well... Up here, uh, um, Mickey Redmond had taken to call him, to call him tartar sauce. So. <laughs> yeah, he pulled a Justin Verlander. Well, I'm in Detroit, but I need a title. Bye. Yeah. Look, he, if he wants to win a cup, it's got to be a good move for him. He had to be happy with it. I mean, look. Detroit is nowhere near making the playoffs alone winning a cup. It's just all there is to it, man. And they had to... They've put themselves in a pretty good position. They have two picks in the first, second, third, and fourth round of this year. And I love the national sports because they are, they're trying to spin it. you know. And, and they, they could finish to where they are in the draft lottery. Yeah, well, they're going to have like a single-digit chance of getting the first overall pick. Slow down. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's it's yeah. It's not. <clears throat> it's not the NFL where you finish dead last, you pick first. You know, it's it's a draft lottery. You know, you can get fucked over and finish dead last. So I mean, you know, everybody just pump the brakes on that. Don't get too excited. But hopefully, for Detroit's sake, they still have some of those scouts from back in that they had from back in the day. Or scouts that are just as good because they were really good for a long time at finding diamonds in the rough in lower draft picks. And if they could find players like Zetterberg and Datsuk in the lower rounds and they're going to get eight shots in the first four rounds, the odds are they're probably going to end up with a winner or two. And it frees up a lot of cap room because, you know, Vegas took on... Tatar's fucking salary completely. Detroit does not have to carry, not not have to take that hit. So that's yeah. a good thing, also. And it's past the all the All Star break, and they're playing five hundred hockey. Let's see, are they still even playing? Are they at the sub five hundred level? Check the standings here real quick. Let's let's see. The Olympics are over. The N oh, the NHL has made it back onto the main banner of ESPN because <laughs> the Olympics that's are over. It's still it's still after soccer. 
It still goes NFL, NBA, MLB, NCAA men's, soccer, and then the NHL. That just tells you how bad of a taste the NHL left in ESPN's mouth. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's literally what that's telling you. When the Olympics are going on, you did the dot, dot, dot <laughs> to get the NHL. Uh, let's see. The Red yeah, Wings. Are... ESPN's way of telling NHL, start drinking pineapple juice or something. Damn. <laughs> Tastes like battery acid. <laughs> Red Wings are, as of the February 27th, they are 26 and 26. So 500 hockey. Yeah, 10 you overtime know. losses, 62 points. God. Yeah. When, when's the last? Late 80s is the last time we've heard numbers like this, man. This is rough. My voice, none of our voices sounded like this the last time the Red Wings put up numbers like this. No, they were cracking. A lot of cracking. No, cracking. Fuck, we still sound like, man, I'm younger than you guys. Still sound like a small child. Like, so, but two right, but right under them, the Canadians, 23 and 29. Which, you know, I alluded to it last Which, week. Last season, weren't they like the dominant force? The fuck happened? Oh, you can ask Edmonton the same thing. I mean, it's it. Yeah, where's Connor McDavid, dude? <laughs> this is this is what this is the parody that the league's been striving for. You know, this is the this is the the, 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 the I'm sorry, go ahead. No, say go ahead. I was just say the expansion team's the best team in the league. There's your parody. I mean, this is the dividends, and I'm taking the risk of shutting down the league for a full season. In the mid 2000s, you know, they were like, nope, this is how much we want parity. This is how much we want every year, everyone to have a shot. And it, I mean, it it's working. I guess it's good for individual teams, but I mean, I don't know. It, it's just, it's, it's sad because it's like, there, is there going to be a dynasty? I mean, Jesus Christ, Chicago won two cups and you'd have thought fucking... They were the, the, the 90s Bulls, you know? And it's like, that's... Colorado won two cups. They weren't a dynasty. I mean, seriously? Yeah, but I, and I hate to say it. They were a hell of a team, though. Oh. No, they were. They were the perennial contenders, you know? But... So, I mean, I... Look, I think Detroit made a good move. They have to start rebuilding. I guess with the Morazic move, they basically said, look, we can't move Howard because of his contract. And we're gonna we're gonna stick with Howard, but we can't. We there's no point in signing Morazic and trying to keep him here because we're not gonna win. So get rid of him. We know Howard is a forty fucking degree day. The definition of a forty degree day. Let's just ride him until he fucking retires or until we draft a goalie and we bring him up. So I mean, I think I think it's a good move for a rebuilding team. Um. I, I, you know, <clears throat> some of the other moves, I'm like, oh, that's rough. I mean, for Buffalo to send Evander Kane to San Jose, that's their that's their star. That was Buffalo's star. And, you know, I kind of have a soft spot for the Sabres because when I lived in New York, that's who I watched. And I'm just like, wow, that is, that is not a good organization. <laughs> I don't know if it's because they went back to them ugly ass jerseys and they should have stuck with the, the, the red, white, black, and silver ones. I don't know if it's. <laughs> That's 
I, you know, I, I have no idea. It's just not a, it's not a good organization. It's not been a good organization for a long time, man. How do you just whisk away your best goalie ever? Just let him go. There was a lot of... There was a lot of behind-the-scenes fuckery going on between uh, Ted Nolan, the head coach back in the day, and Dominic Hoshik. And basically, Hoshik didn't like Nolan. And... The rest of the players did, and Hashik. When he remember remember in the uh, what was it, two thousand? Not two thousand. Uh, Ninety eight <clears throat> playoffs. He was injured and was sitting up in the owners box watching the games, and that was basically him flexing his nuts on the organization, and the organization folded. So I mean, there you go. And they got rid of Ted Nolan, someone who. Did a damn good job with the team of that that he sh- went farther with the team than he should have went, and was liked by all the players. But their star goalie was like, no, nope, don't really care for him. And then what happened? Hashik left in a few years, anyways. <laughs> Just like two ones pimping him out the door. Later, he he pulled a LeBron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God damn it! I want this is I want it like Burger King. I want it my way right now. Okay, you can have anything you want, Hashik. Okay, thank you. All right, I'm leaving. Later. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> but, no, it's... I mean, Vander Kane also comes with a little bit of a drama himself. He's not exactly... He's he's not a, he's not a poster boy for, or a choir boy, you know, or anything like that. But, whatever. I mean, the rich get richer. You know, yet then you have Nash, who... I can't believe Rick Nash is still fucking playing, to be honest with you. Going to Boston's already fucking scored a goal in Boston. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so... Hey, did Yammer Yager ever get re-signed? Because I know he got let go. I, I believe he's still a free agent. I mean, Bully. He's, at this point, he's retired. <laughs> it's, it's past the All-Star break. Might want to hang it up, Yarmir. Yeah, he's playing for... He's playing in the Czech Republic Hockey League, but he's still under contract for the Calgary Flames. So, did he go to the Olympics? Ooh, I don't think so because if he's under contract with Calgary still, I would imagine that that disqualified him from the Olympics. Yeah, I'm sitting here looking; he didn't play. I was cracking up. One of the announcers in the Olympics was talking about the Olympic hockey and everything, and. Uh, the women, U.S. women, went in, and, and then he said, "And you could take a look at the men's hockey, and there's something to see there too." Thank you, NHL, for that. <laughs> well, fuck it, man. What, what what did what did we talk about last week? Who is the one fucking network who gave the NHL a shot at broadcasting nationally televised games? NBC. NBC. Who had the Olympics? NBC. NBC. Who did the NHL fuck over by not letting their players play NBC? NBC. NBC. WNBC. (laughs) Once again, like I said last week, when they go to the negotiation table, if NBC even wants them back, basically, Bettman just better walk in, pull down his pants, turn around, spread them, and go, can you at least spit on it first? That's the, they, they, they They can have no requests. They can have no demands. They better just keep their fucking mouth shut and take whatever the fuck NBC gives them. Because you just fucked over the one people who are willing to play ball with you. 
We so need Hockey Night in Canada on the deuce. We need that so bad. But, uh, oh, uh, yeah. I need a million dollars in my bank account. That shit ain't happening. <laughs> need a 12-inch cock. That ship has sailed. <laughs> we, we sit here and make wish lists all day, fucking nice man. No, I'm saying, though, you can get surgery and get a 12-inch cock. That, that will happen. Well, there's a trade that didn't happen that I think is just interesting from a... Uh, the, the the rumors going around as to why it didn't happen, which is why Detroit didn't move Mike Green. Now, Mike Green is a right-handed defenseman who basically plays the role of quarterback on the power play. A right-handed defenseman is like a left-handed pitch starting pitcher. It's like, you, you know, these guys are coveted. And the rumor I heard was that he was all set for him to go to Toronto. And Mike Green said, no, huh because he's got a complete no-trade clause. Now, he's a complete unrestricted free agent after this season. So if he poo-pooed going to Toronto, that means he basically told Detroit, you're going to get nothing for me, and I'm going to finish out my contract, and I'm going to go cash in someplace else. Damn. Which tells me that right now, if that's the case... Now, there's other reports. There's reports that he has a lingering neck injury, and the team shied off him because of that, and that the asking price was too high... And teams didn't want to deal with him because of that, or deal with Detroit because of that, whatever. But if it is really the case of, he said, nope, I'm not going to Toronto, and I don't give a fuck that it screws the team over, that tells me that the player front office relationships in Detroit aren't exactly where they need to be. Because it used to be, any time the name Detroit Red Wings was brought up to, to a hockey player, they jumped at the chance to, to come here. I mean, Brendan Shanahan's infamous <laughs> interview was when he got traded from Hartford to the Red Wings, they sent a private plane to pick him up. He got in the private plane. They had, like, Red Wings glasses and napkins and shit. He said, I was putting that shit in my pocket because I didn't know how long I was going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I just want proof that I was on the Red Wings for one minute, you know? Oh, no, like, that, that was uh, yeah, that statement's backed up by people like Chris Chelios, Ube Krupp. People on great teams that were like, "What, Red Wings? Yeah, I'm on." Yeah, and if you go, if you go back, I'm sure the internet, because the internet never forgets. There's got to be a clip of it somewhere. Chelios was on some ESPN show, and they said, "What team would you never play for?" And he said, "The Red Wings." Red Wings. Yes, he did. But when they when they came calling, he was like, "Let me jump at the chance." Uh-huh. And when hey, they said, Chris, "They're gonna they're gonna pay you," uh, I'm already on the plane. <laughs> okay, but they want you to, I'm landing, fucker, shut up. Yeah, it's a short flight, dude. <laughs> well, not only that, but when he, you know, he can't wear number seven because it's retired. It's Ted Lindsay's number. Before he even got there, before he even fucking got to the to the Joe, he'd already called Probert and said, can I wear your old number 24 in Detroit? And Probert was like, go ahead. So he showed up. He's like, yep, going to hide 24 on that jersey, and uh, let's get this going. We got some cups to win. I mean, so there you go. I mean, and that's just not there anymore. It, it, at least it appears that way. No. And that's that's not a good. It's not a good thing because you are going to have to rebuild from the inside of your organization. Don't play. You can't. You can't look outside for much help. And I, I let's almost, be honest. At this point, if a player ends up in Detroit, how many other teams passed on him? What's wrong with them? That's what I'm thinking. And I almost got in my first fight in a long time. Because I said, I'm from Hockey Town, USA. And somebody goes, what 
town is Hockey Town, USA. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> but instead of getting mad, I got, it was actually sad. You say Hockey Town, USA, everybody knows where that is. They used to. Not anymore, but they used to. No, yeah, it's it. Uh, I don't know. I t- Once again, what the fuck is going on that you can't move a guy who is coveted at his position? And it just doesn't make any sense. And to get absolutely nothing for him, he's not going to resign. I mean, so you, you, you got nothing for him. You did nothing when he was here. I just, I don't know. It, it, for every good move, there's like three moves that leave me scratching my head. And that's the polite way of saying it. <laughs> like after I heard about what what happened with Mrazic, I was like, "Can uh, can we show video or pictures of what they did to Mussolini to Ken Holland to get the point across that stop fucking around? Jesus. Like seriously, <laughs> like what the fuck is wrong with him? Does he not does he not understand what's at stake here? You know. <laughs> but, no, it, it, once again, it's a it's a cue Bob Euchre. I guess he was thinking. I don't know what the hell what he was the fuck thinking. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and and, and here you go. Here's the here's the absolute bitch of the of the Golden Knights getting Tatar is that they really didn't need him. It's a luxury trade. It's just making the bench deep for the playoffs. Exactly. It's just adding more weapons to. It's like it's like the U.S. with their nuclear weapons. Uh, yeah, we have. Uh, 10,000 warheads. Now we have 10,001. Oh, okay, because that was what put us over the top, right? That one? Okay. That's our City of Hall moment in coming to America. <laughs> Do you think it's too much? Well, if we're going for 500,000, well, why don't we just go for a cool million? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, by the way, uh, LeBron James has just become the first NBA player with 30,000 points, 8,000 rebounds, and 8,000 assists. He had a triple-double tonight. You know, to, 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 to pivot from hockey, I'm glad you brought that up. I saw uh, some site put out, in their opinion, the greatest in the NBA ever, and it was the greatest all-around player was Jordan. Um, the greatest shooter was Steph Curry. And True. What, two out of two. Oh, shit. See, I had it up, and then my fucking internet took a shit on me, and I had to reopen it. Let me see if I can fucking find it again. Anyways, um, basically, they said the greatest natural player is LeBron. And I'm like, okay. I mean, is if, if Jordan's the all-around best player that's ever played, I don't know how they can say the greatest natural player is LeBron. I mean, LeBron makes it look easy, if that's what they're talking about. You know, you know, it's one of those. He's one of those players that makes you think you can do the shit that he does. You know, fucking around with your friends. Obviously, we know that it's a lie. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. NBA Two K eighteen. That's yeah, <laughs> on the PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I can't find it. God damn it! It's gonna bother me. Uh, but yeah, I. <sighs> Just natural player, really? I mean, hasn't isn't the fact that he is constantly talking about he needs help <laughs> doesn't that drop him down a couple notches there? 
LeBron has and always will be a Scottie Pippen for me. He's never been a Jordan, ever. Here we go. I, well, no, no I, I kind of agree with him because it's like he doesn't seem like he wants to be the man. He wants to be the man on the team. He wants to be the biggest star on the team, but he doesn't want to be the guy that everyone fucking... He, he's not. He doesn't want. To, he's not. He doesn't want to be the clutch player because he's. He, I, I, I he wants all the glory and he doesn't want any of the blame if you know you lose because sometimes Cake you do. Cake and eat it too, right? Absolutely. But he, he, LeBron's the guy that can help you win, no doubt about it. But you can win without LeBron as well. You know what I mean? It, it's it's the Scottie Pippen thing. Scottie Pippen helped Jordan. All the the entire way, but without Jordan, Scottie Pippen won nothing. You get nothing. Good you, day, sir. I said good day, sir. Nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Okay. I, in my search for the what this article, I know it's it's. I'm pulling an ice man here. Short attention span theater. Someone, someone. What, what the fuck? Happening. Someone waved some keys near me, and, I, and it got my attention. Um. Hold on. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know if you're being serious or this is a bit. <laughs> no, that was that, that was my iPad going rogue. <laughs> I just hear dumpster fire noises, and I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were. <laughs> you maybe somehow saw the same article I saw, and you're like. Okay, this is the proper. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I know it's uh, we we've already covered the the NCAA talk, but this is just too fucking good. Jalen Rose is calling for all college basketball players to boycott March Madness until they get paid. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right. I saw that too. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> hey, wait, here you go, round two. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir! Yeah, okay, this is audition for most of these guys for the NBA draft. Get the fuck out of here. You are... I smoked three joints, and you sound higher than me. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, remember when he got busted, and they were what? saying... Here we go again! What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Your iPad That's how much weed that they are lighting up. That's all that sound is. <laughs> They're using California wildflowers to light their fucking blood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's how high Jalen Rose is. That's what remember, I'm remember when he was on a team in Michigan and he got busted at a party, and they were saying it was a crack house because someone in the in the party got busted with crack. Oh yeah, maybe there's something to that. Maybe Jalen's hitting that glass stick <laughs> because who the fuck, what player in their right mind is going to skip the NCAA tur- tournament? Over that's like saying you're going to skip the bowl. Ga- Wait. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If it was for the national championship, I highly doubt those players would have sat the fuck out and sat out. Exactly. For those bullshit, you know, the the Chick-fil-A bowl or whatever the fuck, you know. <laughs> no, I, I fully agree with you. You matter not at all, Bull. You know, you're not sitting out the tournament. Yeah, that's playing the role of Gregory Hines in History of the World Part 2. We are now dealing with mighty joint. <laughs> oh, Josephus. Yes. Just picturing him waving it on the back of that chariot. <laughs> yeah. 
college basketball players. You gotta let the cool. You gotta let the coolness get to your vertebrae. Oh <laughs> uh, Christ! So, so we can all agree that Jalen Rose he must be smoking that that wooey. <laughs> yeah. Sticky. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Maui Waui. <laughs> he got his he got his medical card. <laughs> He's got something. Also, I'm very high right now. It's Jalen Rose. Then the actuality. <laughs> oh shit! All right, so where, where the fuck were we? LeBron? Yeah, the whole. <laughs> no, I no, I. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Um. Yes, yeah, the, NBA. Go. I was say the whole LeBron over all around best player. I mean, does his does his stats? I mean, if you're just going to stats, you said he's you said he what just passed the thirty thousand point mark, Chris? He's the only player in NBA history to have thirty thousand points, eight thousand assists, and eight thousand rebounds. It's a different league, man. Even different than when Jordan played. Jordan played in a different league no, than I, when Will Chamberlain played. And it, dude, you are making a, a absolutely valid point because this is exactly what was said when Roger Maris broke Babe Ruth's single season record it was said again when Bonds broke the all-time home run record right i mean it's it, that's always going to be trotted out of course it's a different league it's you're talking fucking how long has it been since Jordan won a championship 20 years yeah it's it's a whole generation, uh huh. You know, if the game was exactly the same, I would be shocked. I, I really would. Well, I'm just saying, with the pansified league that they have now, it is no surprise that LeBron James has that as his stats. He's their golden boy of the NBA. He he was built up his whole career, his entire life, if you will, as the king. Hey man, you're acting like he came in the league. Couple years ago, he we forget he came in at eighteen. He came in like two thousand three. I said his whole fucking life, dude. <laughs> like he came in like five years after Jordan, and he started in this different league. I'm waiting for a point here. What he's played? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, what he's he's played in both of these types of leagues. He, uh, he's, he's proved his worth. I think. Not even close. I would say that. The, the league that Jordan entered versus the league that Jordan played his last game in, there was more change than between when LeBron joined the league and now. I will agree with that. Because Jordan joined a much more physical NBA and left. 100%. And, well, I mean, come on, we call them LeBron rules now, but aren't they Jordan rules? Jordan rules. They've always yeah. been yeah. Jordan. LeBron plays under the Jordan rules, for yeah. God's sake. Yeah, and when, I mean, when LeBron doesn't get the Jordan rules, LeBron bitches. Well, and then, but too, but don't forget Hack a Shaq. You know, Shaq, Shaq had a share of rules too. Well, that's that's the thing. I think Jordan is the one who. I don't look. I don't remember Jordan going to the press and bitching about it. Maybe he did a lot of bitching behind the scenes. Maybe he went through back channel methods by having you know bitching to people on his team in the front office who then went to the league. But it seems like the rules changed with Jordan, and then ever since then, it's the we have rules for superstars, and when there's rules for everybody else, and that's just that's the way the league's been since what early nineties, pretty much. Pretty much. <clears throat> you know, I mean, I, I think that's I, I think that's 
I can't. Maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering incorrectly, but I think there was like. Wasn't there some players who were bitching like they they weren't getting calls and they were they weren't superstar players, and then someone on ESPN it might have been Stephen A. Smith said, "Well, if you're not getting superstar calls, it's because you're not a superstar." Now sit down. <laughs> and it was like, God damn, damn you know son. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's just <laughs> that's just harsh. But you know? it, 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 now what he's paid for? I, if it was him that said it, I can't imagine who else would have said it. I mean, Rob Parker maybe, but I don't even think right. Parker. Come on! Yeah, I don't think Parker was was on ESPN at that point. I think he was. The, when I remember that being said was when Parker was still here in Detroit. So. Yeah, but that friction's heating up too. The players and the refs. Refs are getting tired of being bitched at. They're calling technicals all over the place. Wait, we're drifting. Well, the, we're drifting into the, Iceman hyperbole land. Hyperbole? No, I'm just saying. You're talking that's about hyper, superstar that's, calls. That's hyperboil to you, Iceman. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay, so here's here's that article. Okay, so they said greatest player of all time, Michael Jordan. Greatest scorer of all time is Kobe Bryant. Greatest all-around player of all time is LeBron, and greatest shooter of all time, Steph Curry. And they have Michael Jordan is the most clutch. Kobe is the next most clutch, and LeBron just barely more clutch than Steph Curry. Not even close. No way. Not even close. No when way. The game's on the Steph line, Curry got- is way more. Yeah, fourth quarter, last fucking five seconds, I want the ball in Steph Curry's hand. Here, I'll, I'll, send, I'll send it to you guys so you can take a fucking look at it. Because, uh, yeah, it's, it's, and it's we, a little... We, we've talked about LeBron don't want the ball. No, he passes. There you go. You guys should have it now. He passes all the fucking time when in the game's on the line. Greatest player of all time, Jordan. Score all time. It looks like they're going off of some sort of metric, but I'm not sure what the metric is because they're you know they got the numbers above the the players' names. Jordan is twenty one point five. Kobe's twenty point seven five. LeBron's nineteen point seven five. And Curry's 18.0. How can they say LeBron is more clutch than Steph Curry? Here's the one I'm looking at. When it comes to passing, <laughs> LeBron leads everybody. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he don't want the ball. He don't he's want also, the ball. He's also the weakest dribbler. Oh, and and living up to stereotypes, look who who passed the least. Kobe, looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) You kidding? He couldn't pass up a 5'3 white girl in fucking Colorado. He ain't going to pass the ball. Well, well, his last game alone probably, you know, padded, you know, padded those stats. People on the other team were giving Kobe the ball in his last game. Now, what I love is the post game. And Steph Curry's got like a tiny little sliver (laughs) like, <laughs> so basically, it's like, hey, Steph Curry, you're the greatest shooter of all time, but you're a boring fuck. <laughs> he don't it's care. He's just, he's just going to count his fucking rings. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, I don't, I'm not here years, for your entertainment to tell jokes. I'm here to win rings, and that's two, what I do. In two years, he's going to have more rings than LeBron. He's going to fucking match him this year. And he's like, fucking what? Ten years younger than him? No, no, he, Steph Curry's like what? He's like mid mid to late 20s. Something like he's that. He's like third or fourth year in the league, I think. I think it's his fourth year. Something like that. 
<laughs> yeah, I just thought that was interesting. So, yeah. Greatest all-around player, LeBron James. Yeah. Well, that's our weekly shit on LeBron moment. Brought yeah. to you by... Brought <laughs> 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 you by Detroit Pistons. Because <laughs> fuck the Cavaliers. That's why. Oh, they, you, dude. I, I'm surprised Van Gundy still has a head on his body. I'm surprised the 10 fans who show up at Pistons games hasn't rushed the fucking court, chopped his head off, put it on a stick, and carried it outside. Yeah. The Blake Griffin effect has wore off. Pretty much. You have to win some games now, Chief. Uh, oh, oh, they apparently got blown the fuck out their last game to the point where everybody's calling for his head. And I'm waiting for the obligatory, no, he's our head coach news conference, which means... Start updating that resume, buddy. Dude, it's March. They'll let him finish the season. Well, I mean, not That's, just that. It was Toronto. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like some, you know, fifth-ranked or eighth-ranked fucking team. It's fucking Toronto Raptors. Yeah. This if, we, year, if we went toe-to-toe with the Toronto Raptors and came out ahead, I'd be like, okay, what's up with the record then? Number one team in the Eastern Conference at the moment? That's Toronto. By the way. The failing Cleveland Cavaliers are still number three with a 600 record. <laughs> They're not failing anymore, remember? They shipped everybody out. Uh, that works on so many levels, Chris. You know that, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Let's see. And just to be even more of a dick, <laughs> all of the super teams would still make the playoffs. All of the teams that made all the crazy moves. Would all make the playoffs as of today. Still. Shocking, right? I mean, gee, you stack your team, you kind of expect to make the playoffs. Yeah. If you Speaking didn't, shocking. Okay. Uh, one of the things that we talked about before with uh, the Mavericks, Mark Cuban. So he messed up, and the he things that have developed. Well, yeah, he but made the sure things he said uh, it eight times. Right, but uh, the things that he messed up on was he kept a guy that was uh, accused of domestic violence and everything. And he didn't, his quote, I didn't know the effect it would have on the whole organization. So how does he remedy it? Did you guys hear about this? He fired the guy? Yeah, he fired the guy, but his replacement is a black female. Where were so you, you're, where were you're, saying he's, you're, saying, you're saying he's pandering? He's overcompensating? Oh, Are you kidding me? That, this is his equivalent of, I can't be racist. I have a lot of black friends. <laughs> this is the equivalent of, of going uh, old school rich. If I offended anybody, <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was a valid point at the time. <laughs> yeah. So that's, but, that's Mark Cuban's bit right there. If I offended anybody, I am so sorry. Look, she's black, she's a female, and she's the president. Come on. Is she gay? If she Transgender? is, that's it. Because that's, that's, that's the trifecta of social justice right there. Right. I mean, so name that means... Token? That gives him enough of a hood pass to drop a couple N-bombs, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could say... That diesel dyke negro bitch and fucking everybody go, well, he's got a black woman who's gay or transgender or we don't know or non-binary. Well, sure, so. If he's gay, he could call someone a fag and get away with it. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's how that works. That's why I can. That's why I can call other fat people fat. But you can't call me fat. I'm robust. I'm rotund. I'm big boned. <laughs> Dinosaurs are big boned. I'm big ass. There's a difference, okay? <laughs> I'm bullshit. I don't make no bones about it. No pun intended. No, I, I literally am big boned. I saw a couple of my X-rays the other day. My fucking bones are enormous. Because, motherfucker, you built like Shrek. What the fuck you expect? <laughs> Jesus Christ, your cranium is the size of most people's fucking, like, I don't even know, bro. You got a big fucking head. That's all I know. <laughs> My wife like, saw the x-rays and was like, it is no surprise to me you've never had a broken bone in your life. Those are huge. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Jet fuel may melt steel beams, but not your bones. You know, <laughs> shit. Six stones. Bring it. <laughs> surprised they found a helmet big enough for your fucking waterhead brain when you were fucking playing football. Jesus, I God. probably do have CTE because they used to take out stuffing that padding in the top of the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Here, put this on and go hit him. <laughs> Explain so much. <laughs> Hey, oh, love you guys. <laughs> oh, you know we only kid because we fuck with you. That's fucking hard Well, I mean, okay, but isn't this was isn't isn't Mark Cuban's move to be expected these days? I mean, don't you have to pander to a certain extent? Because if oh, you don't, no, I, I expected an apology of some sort, but. I, I mean, he went straight for the jugular of apology. I, I kid you not, Rich. I, I picture him standing in his office going, if I offended anybody, I am so sorry. Look. But here's, <laughs> but here's, here's the lesson he's going to learn the hard way. The internet, don't give a fuck. Nothing is ever good enough. It's just not. Know. A lot of people went, oh, okay. Well, don't let it happen again. <laughs> Because it wasn't, like I'm saying, man, it wasn't just a black person. It wasn't just a woman. She is in the top position of the Dallas Mavericks. And God help him if she's gay. Because now he's going to be a savior and, and and a martyr and all of this shit. You know, but the problem is that... Marches and shit. The problem is, is that the people who are never satisfied are going to go, well, he's just pandering. So... Just because he got himself a You're token right. Negro. Just because he got himself a token Negro. Well, we're supposed to. Oh, so we're supposed to give it up for Mr. White Savior, Mark Cuban? Because yeah, yeah. damn right he's pandering because that's what, that's how you shut people up nowadays. Because you know what, you would bitch more if he hired another white guy. Well, it's it's it, it's like them bringing in uh, MSU bringing in um, John Engler. Yes. Yeah, for the and president. Then, Are you kidding me? Who else did they bring in? But he was, he was the former governor also. Jim Blanchard. Yes. A Republican and a Democrat. So they can't they, they can't say, because at first it was, oh, you're going to bring in Engler, a Republican? So they brought in Blanchard. Well, he's a Democrat. Well, then then they said, okay, well, more, still not good enough. Yeah. You brought in males. two men. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Well, no, it's two. They're going through it at Harvard right now, too. While you're at it, just bring in Kwame Kilpatrick. They're, they're, they're bitching, same thing. They're bitching at Harvard because the new president of Harvard is going to be a fucking white guy. There's articles talking about it. 
You know, Harvard could have led the way, but instead, it's another white male. I, I, so, I mean, I, I, I feel for the guy because, one, first of all, why does a mistake mean that you ha- can no longer have a career anymore? I mean, and and people are very, very, um, they cherry pick who they get upset about, especially oh, yeah. people from from sports in the past. Because like I brought up last week, you know, Muhammad Ali was like, you know, I'd rather kill myself than my daughter marry a white boy. Well, that's not very progressive of you, Mr. Lee. Hey. Or Ali. No one ever brings up the fact that Tom Brady left that one bitch. Knocked Exactly. Exactly. Left one model for another model while she was pregnant. But he can throw a ball, so and then stole the baby. He gets a pass and kissed it on its mouth <laughs> <laughs> creepily. <laughs> but no, I it, seriously, it's just it, it. It's a no-win situation, and to the to the small but very vocal group that it's a that it's a no-win situation. It's exactly what they want. See, I'm convinced that these people they don't want solutions to problems. They want a bitch, and that's fine, because I like to bitch and complain. I love it. I mean, we have a saying at work, if it, it, a, a, a bitching employee is a happy employee. If everybody's walking around and no one's bitching about something, we're like, oh shit, somebody's about to go fucking all Florida school on us, and they're going to shoot up the place. What the fuck's going on? It's horrible, too much happiness. We have a horrible workplace culture. <laughs> 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 just well, I mean, I'm just being truthful. I just say, as someone who used to be in charge of people, if everyone's walking around complaining all the time, I don't think I was doing something wrong. But that's just me. Like, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, guys, we're drifting back to the the conversation we had last week about the race, and I, I, it's it's an endless point to make. But once again, it's pandering. Any way you look at it, and. You can't pander the right way, and you can't pander enough. It's a no-win situation. It's a tails you win, it tails you lose, heads you, you you don't win, and it's the way they like it. Heads and, I win, tails you lose. Yeah, and it's and it's people who don't probably give a fuck about sports. Yet somehow their opinion holds more water than paying customers these days. And I don't understand it. Remember the story I I, I brought up like I think it was last summer about the bitch who went to a baseball game who knew nothing about baseball and saw that you know, there was three K's hanging up in the... Yeah. Uh, and, and that's racist. That's the clan. No, bitch. That's strikeouts. Strikeouts. <laughs> yeah. And and when she was when it was explained to her, she said, well, they should still get rid of it. It's racist. No, what? it's not. I, this is... Once again, there are no solutions because they don't want any solutions. And these are people who, once again... Don't give a fuck about sports until it's time to point at it and bitch and complain and go, oh, the sports, it breeds toxic masculinity. It it teaches children that there's winners and losers in life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there are. <laughs> there's very few winners and a whole lot of losers. Now, now, see, here's the thing, and I've said this since Jump Street, since that whole thing started. Look, you're not a loser. Today you lost. Let's go back, practice, get better, and come back and kick their ass. Okay, Tony Robbins. No, but he's he's right because I know so many people who, because of the nature of where I work, I work with a lot of younger people. If they're not great at something, 
the the first time they try it, they have no interest in doing it. Right. And if it's they like, feel that they're going to def- be defeated, it's like, oh, well, fuck, I'm better at this. I'm going to go do this. And it's like, wait a minute, why don't you work to get better at something? I'm talking something as fucking nonsense, nonsensical as a video game. Just talking to, like, hey, do you play uh, Madden, just to throw a video game out there? I'll ask him, hey, do you play Madden? No, I get my ass kicked too much. Well, that's why you practice and get better at it. Isn't, isn't that how life is supposed to work? No, I'll just play World's Warcraft. I can always I mean, play World's Warcraft. <laughs> none of us fell out of our mama's vagina running, you know, jumping hurdles and shit. We all had to learn to walk. We all fell down. I don't know about you, Rich, but I, like, was born. I knew how to play guitar, dude. <laughs> I came out hitting people. I, I fucking sacked the doctor as soon as I came out. Yeah. You- <laughs> 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 like that guy in that video I shared with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's up. A baby just sacking a doctor. That's great. But no, seriously. I mean, it's it's the the mentality, and that's what that was. What was that was what used to be the reason you wanted your kids to play sports was to teach them that you're not always going to win. It's and it's okay. It's okay to lose as long as you work to get better. I mean, I mean, if 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 everybody had the attitude that so many people have of well, I'm not great at it the first time I try it. We would be watching some really shitty sports. <laughs> First of all, we wouldn't have any sports, really. I mean, <laughs> who the fuck? Who do, baseball. If you succeed three out of ten times at hitting the ball, you're a Hall of Famer. Yeah. You fail 70% of the time. You're a Hall of Famer. That's how hard that is. I mean, it, it, it's, just, it's the only uh, sport where, where 30% is good. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, it, it's it's a no-win situation for him. And here's 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 what I want to know, but I'll ne- but I'll never know because I'm not privy to the inside workings of Mark Cuban's world. If I but if I was, this is what I would say: I don't give a shit if she's black, if she's a woman, if she's gay, if she's transgender. Can she do the job? And can she do it well? It's all the fucking matters to me, and and that's some something we've lost sight of. It's, apparently, that's hateful to do now. I just want the best person for the job. Nope, that, that's hateful. Okay, well then... That's not just hateful, it's racist. Sexist, homophobic, whatever you want to throw at it. I mean, it, and it's... <clears throat> unfortunately, that kind of flies in the face of how you succeed in America and how you succeed in sports and how you succeed in life. I mean, if you surround yourself with people who are constantly failing and never attempt to get better at anything, you know, the... the <laughs> The old cliche, lay down with dogs, get up with fleas, kind of, you know, does apply. There's a reason I don't talk to a lot of people I used to talk to. Because I'm not interested in being 40 years old and going to parties and getting into fights and, and, and you know, all, all the nonsense that they want to do. And, and fucking everybody else's wives and girlfriends and all the drama that comes with it. I, that's what high school was for. Get it out of your system then and then grow the fuck up. Uh, on a side note, Rich, give me a couple of the phone numbers you people you used to hang out with. <laughs> Are you that bored, Kansas? No, yeah, pretty much, dude. There's nothing to do here. We watch the grass grow, and then we turn around and watch cut the it sunset. and watch it grass. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've pretty much exhausted every other sport. So let's get to the our, our 
de facto closer. Let's let's call in Mariano Rivera, the NFL. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, a couple of things uh, oh with the uh, NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep, I knew it. I knew it. Let me strap in. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say this could have been anything, but it's NASCAR. <laughs> Here, do it to it, Iceman. Well, Kevin Harvick won last week, and nobody cared because there was history made in NASCAR. There is a first time. Somebody after- turned right? <laughs> they have road courses. Yeah, come on. Come on, dude. I even know that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a. First time African American woman in a pit crew. And she is the shit. There's a race joke in there somewhere, but. Oh, there is, but to keep it as clean as I possibly can, she is awesome. What'd she do? She, she changes tires. And she, the the reminiscent, the talk is she's reminiscent of the Flying Aces. The Flying Aces was the pit crew for Dale Earnhardt Sr. He's a big reason for his seven cup championships. Was the pit crew. Because those guys could get get Dale in and out with a full tank of gas, wiping his windshield, changing all four tires in under nine seconds. And she is that fast. And uh, now, for, forgive my ignorance, but is it unusual to have a woman in a pit crew? This is the first one ever, bro. And first black. woman or first black woman? First black woman. <clears throat> What's one of what getting at is? I think she's the first black. She's the first female tire changer. So it's Wait so. In her. other words, okay, yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. It's a it's a Rare, it's a rare to never seen thing to have a woman on a pit crew, right? Okay. If she, if there was a woman on a pit crew, I think there was women holding the gas tank, and that fills up the car. But other than that, well, I mean, something that my dad said, who was not a sports guy at all, period. Um, but when he moved to Florida, you know, he wouldn't you. Gonna, you you move to Florida, you got to get you got to get in a NASCAR. It's kind of like a fine wine, you know. Uh, you really don't have a choice, and so he ended up having to watch a lot of fucking races and shit. And he used to say, "Why the fuck's everybody on the drivers nuts? Pit crew does all the fucking hard lifting in the, in the, in the work. It really does. You know, shouldn't those guys be the rock stars? <coughs> uh, like I said, those guys are the rock stars. Uh, the flying aces for Dale Earnhardt Senior. Like I said." The biggest reason he w- he's won seven championships. But everybody took from that, and you get people like uh, Jeff Gordon and uh, Jimmy Johnson, you know, and that hire the best crew chief, the best pit crew. And Mecha- I, I imagine mechanics have to play a fucking huge part in it, too. Anybody, anybody that goes to an oil change place, even if you go to a Jiffy Loop for 15 minutes, you know, you're there for maybe a half hour at a 15-minute oil change. And all they do is change your oil. These people in the pit crew will make adjustments to the chassis, wipe off the windshield, give the fucking driver a drink, change all four tires, and completely top off the gas in under 10 seconds. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's... That's where I go, okay, look, even if you don't want to call fucking NASCAR a a team sport, I always thought it was like that pit crew has to work as a team. 
in a hurry. And they, does. And they have to be firing on all cylinders at all times. Because if not, you're fucked. Yeah, watch the movie Days of Thunder when the fucking air gun jams. The entire thing falls apart. And Tom Cruise comes in and he's bitching. He came in first and he leaves third. I don't know what the fuck you just said, little kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad you brought... Uh, okay, I'm glad you brought this subject up because there's when we were talking about Danica Patrick a few episodes ago, I was trying to remember... Hey, she's talking GoDaddy again. I saw a commercial Yeah, today. back on GoDaddy. Yep. I, was, I was trying to remember who the female drag racer was who, you know, I don't know, actually won championships and was good. It's Shirley Muldowney. Sure, yeah. Why the fuck isn't she held up in in in, in a higher esteem was than she, Danica Patrick? Because wasn't she just a drag racer? She was, but she was a trendsetter. She she was, uh, I mean, she was every bit as good as John Force, and he's the king of drag racing. He's the Richard Petty. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like, it, it, once again, is it is it the, this... Is it this this short attention span generation that if it doesn't happen, if it happened before they were born, it doesn't matter, doesn't count? Pretty or much. It, or is it just because, she's gotten lost in the in the history books? Well, if she's ask, like she's like seventy something, isn't she? She's got to be up there. Yeah, she's way old now. But if you ask any race fan about her or about females in racing, that's the first name you're going to hear. Wasn't that because of like you know that's all there is? I I'll be that guy. No, no, no. There's been other female racers in in uh, all levels of sport except for NASCAR. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I typed in female drag racers and hit Google Images, and um, yeah, there's some good looking women. Well, John Force's <laughs> daughter's <laughs> racing right now. There's some there's some really good looking women drag racing. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just I'm just I'm shocked. Like this one chick, this one chick, I'd kill. Both of you just for a chance to sniff her dirty fucking panties. I mean, I'm not even joking. Uh, here, <laughs> tell me that ain't worth a murdered beef or two. I think I know. I typed it in. I think I know who it's gonna be. <laughs> I mean, that's like that's like stupid hot. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, wow! That's that's like so hot. It makes you ugly. You're like, God damn, she's so fucking fine. And you just you get your ugly face on. You can't even help it. You don't want to be near a mirror with her? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> Jesus. Wow. I'm telling you, she's so hot. I don't even need a furnace. I just put her in the middle of the house in the winter. What if that is a pre-op transgender? Then I guess you can add that to my list of fetishes. <laughs> I'll take that hit. <laughs> I'll be that guy. I don't care. If that was once a man, then I don't know anymore. <laughs> That's just all I'm going to say. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, okay, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of shitting on my own point. I, my point was, I, I kind of think Danica Patrick got the attention because she looked like she did, and she went into NASCAR. But well, yeah, it, it was obviously she's hot, but uh, to a race fan, the first thing was a woman. And NASCAR, wait, what? No, that's, no. Uh-uh. And it, that, to me, it always that is the epitome of the good old boys club. Women I mean, just don't go there. I get that, but it, to me, it's like, it makes more sense than having a woman out there playing professional football. Or, 
you know, a woman playing professional hockey against men. Because uh, all jokes aside, and it's easy to make a women driver jokes, but all jokes aside, driving isn't a skill that's limited to one gender. I mean, it's not like her size is is working against her as a driver. Whereas if she played, well, if she played professional football, it'd really work against her. Even if she was a fucking kicker. No, you're right. But still, even being as small as she is, holding the turn for as long as they do, as many times as they do, uh, it just wears on a person. And if you ain't got the muscle mass, I mean, it, it could be, actually, it could be extremely dangerous. Oh, Iceman, we're in an anyone-can-do-anything site. You can't think like that. Yeah. But, you can't okay. bring in biology. Well, I'll tell you what, Stat Physiology. Look up how many times Danica Patrick has been in a wreck when she entered NASCAR. If you want a stat, that's a, that's a stat. I'm not looking that up. We looked up her career stats a few episodes ago, and I just clearly remember being underwhelmed, going, this is, that, that's not exactly, you know, she's not exactly the Michael Jordan of racing. Like, she did not set NASCAR on fire. I mean, it, it, it no, was. She, she's more. she's more the Rosa Parks. It was solely because she was a woman that she had the attention that she had on her. It was not because she was a, a great NASCAR driver. So, I mean, yeah, whatever. Call me a sexist. I don't give a fuck. Once again, that th- term has been thrown around so much, it just means nothing to me at this point. I, at that point, I just look at the stats and go, uh, I guess these are hate facts then, right? Seven years. <laughs> no wins. That's, that's bad. That's she, no, she never won. You are filler. You are an also ran. You are a forty degree day. Good day, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> you want I mean, to say, sir? You I almost did. <laughs> Actually, in the twelve years total, uh, or no? Yeah, wait, no, yeah, seven years. No, you got all these series on here. What the fuck? Can we just get a running? I mean, it's all a bunch of zeros in the win column. Oh no, wait, she had one win. What was it? The Verizon IndyCar series. She won, won, she won a race in 2008, 10 years ago. Oh, wow. But that's literally the only... Yeah, but that was Indy. That's not NASCAR. But in her whole career, going down all these stupid series in this stupid sport. <laughs> this is the only, that's the only non-zero in the win column. Yeah, but DNF did not finish. There was quite a few of those. I remember that uh, when I looked up her stats. That's a lot due to her stamina and strength and size. Because yeah, it could be stupid and and silly and go fast, turn left. But what you guys don't realize is the torque that that takes on your body. No, I, dude, when you first, when you for the very, the very first time you were on the show and you brought up NASCAR, I completely agreed with you. They may not be athletes in the sense of. They're going to perform well at the combine, but they have to have endurance to, to deal with the heat, the fucking, the speed, their, their hand-eye coordination. I mean, they're, they got to be on another level from your average human being. So that alone makes them, yes, athletically gifted in my book. You know, and, and just like any, anybody else, you can be athletically gifted and do absolutely nothing with it. So they had to work at it on top of it. Once again, it goes back to that whole, you know, that hate fact that, you know, if you want to be good at something, you got to you got to got to be willing to fail and then keep coming back and trying. I mean, what is what is the cliche that it takes 
10,000 hours to do something before you can even consider yourself competent at it. I mean, if that's the case, we got a long way to go with podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't don't know. It's been four years. And in the last year or two, we've been doing like two or three hour shows. Well, you do like 15 shows, though, so it don't count with you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And then, and then you actually were a professional. You got paid to do this at one point. That's true. So, so I mean, shit. Yeah, you, but got pay, you, you got paid to do it when technically you had the least amount of experience in your entire life. Yeah, it's true. But there's a big gap between 2013 and 2000, or 2003 and 2014. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Even though I still think 2003 was 10 years ago for some reason. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> So it, something said uh, someone was. I was talking to someone. And they said, "I said, yeah, you know, they, they, this person, blah blah blah, just won something. I can't remember exactly what I was talking about." And they said that was ten years ago. And I went, "Oh my god, it was." Now well, today, today at work, we're talking about the uh, the wings last wings cup ten years ago. That's what it was. We're talking. Yep, two thousand eight. It's been ten years since seen Stanley here in Detroit. But anyway, all right. So on the football. Because there, there is a few interesting things going on in football. Yeah. Just a few. Never stops year round. Well, well, I mean, what do we want to tackle first? Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, well, you earned, wait, you earned it. There you go. Uh, That's an Iceman quality joke right there. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you, you what, Uncle Jerry? Get some pocket change thrown his way from Goodell. Does Goodell just like have to flex his nuts no matter what? And what was the two million even for? I, you know, that's a very good Burk fucking cost. question. Just you were being a dick fee. Burk cost. Oh, but for for the whole Zeke thing, making him yeah, pay up. and and the uh, uh, he he tried to sue or did something in court over his contract. Goodell's contract extension. Oh, so wait a minute. This isn't a fine from the NFL. This is no. he's court ordered to pay court costs to reimburse his lawyer to reimburse the NFL's lawyer fees like the NFL needs that, right? Right. See, uh, no, hold on. I, I think it is from the NFL. Let's fact check. Uh... Uh, Jerry Jones asked for hearing with Roger Goodell to appeal to a million dollar penalty. Uh, yeah, two million dollar penalty imposed by the NFL. Ouch! Yeah, for being for Jerry being Jerry. I mean, I, I once again because he dared to stand up to the NFL and said this is bullshit, which it was. And don't get me wrong; it's not like I'm a big Uncle Jerry fan. I, I really, he's he's an amusing character, but I mean, he doesn't even carry as much weight as a, as a guy like Al Davis did. At least Al Davis fucking when Al Davis put his mind to something, he got it done. Jerry Jones just throws money at problems. There's a difference, but I. I, I <laughs> Police couldn't couldn't prosecute Ezekiel Elliott. Not enough evidence, but the NFL is going to come in and make him miss what a third of the fucking season because of an accusation. 
that's completely unprovable and unfounded. Yeah, that the real law said he was fucking. You know, I, I was thinking about this. If there was an attempted coup led by like Jerry Jones and a couple other high profile owners to get Goodell out, would it even succeed at this point? No, because could... 29 of the 32 owners supported that Jerry Jones pay back these legal fees. Like, we're, we're all kind of right. Like, this is from the NFL, but it's an NFL rule that says if an owner interferes uh, with a case, uh, they have to pay both sides legal costs. And they feel that Jerry Jones trying to block Adele's extension was him trying to get in the way. That's why I was silent, because I was reading all that. <laughs> but yeah, that, that those are, that's pretty much the bullet points on this. I don't know, man. If I was Jerry Jones, I'd pull a fucking uh, Larry Flint. I'd pay for it in fucking dollar bills. Dollar bills. Pennies. <laughs> Fuck it. Yep, there you go. Pennies. Just trucks. Just lined, you just bring trucks lined up full of pennies. Here you go, dick. Here's your fucking money. Yeah. And since you want to shit on due process, I'm going to make it as fucking complicated as possible for you to fucking collect this fine. Yeah. Because, I mean, ultimately, that's what, that's, that's what's getting, that's what I think was lost in the media coverage of this is, for the most part, lost, I should say. Some people did bring it up. This is the NFL saying they know more than people whose career is to know the law and enforce the law. That they know better. And... I'm sorry, but no, the fuck you don't. You're not a fucking law enforcement. You're not in law enforcement. You're not a fucking a legal expert. You run a fucking business that basically runs itself. And you walk around, and, and Goodell walks around like he's a fucking dictator. I am the law! Pretty much. He walks around like, yeah. But I mean, Judge, you're always, an executioner. You're always going to have the people that argue the whole. Well, they're a private business, and they can have their code of conduct, and they're allowed to hold players to its standard. That's true, also. But the problem is, is that well, it's not a problem yet. If there's ever a, a, a league that is a real threat to the NFL, oh, it's coming in 2020. Yeah. Okay. Vinny Mac. Yeah, baby. <laughs> XFL for the win. He hate me. He's going to be a coach, though. I don't know. Just making shit up. Yeah, you know, do you think if we pull our money, we can buy an XFL team? I know, right? <laughs> the habitual line steppers. <laughs> <laughs> our motto will be, you know where you bought that shirt. The damn sure wasn't the men's department. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, man, I, it, it, I don't know why. I don't get why owners love Goodell so much. So many owners are fucking. I don't. I don't. I don't understand it. He's. It's not like the NFL has had a good run under his watch. I mean, I can. I as uh, as distasteful as this is, I can actually make a case for why more owners in the NHL like Batman because uh, he at least got the league where he wanted it. It took him twenty five years, but he did it. Sucks, but he did it. I mean, yeah, and and he did it in a way to where you have a whole generation of fans who don't know any better, who think, oh, this is what hockey is. Whereas football is getting to be unrecognizable from even ten years ago, damn sure unrecognizable from twenty five years ago. I mean, Jesus Christ, we you have you have the NFL competition committee ruling that Des Bryant caught that ball. 
three years ago. S- slow down, by the way. Now, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm pissed. What fucking good does that do me? I mean, that's, that's, that's the equivalent. That's, yeah, that's the equivalent of, you know, you're married, your wife goes, I want a divorce, cleans you out, you're homeless, living on the street, eating cast-off dog food out of garbage cans, and she comes over and goes, well, I'm not going to give you any back any of your money, and I'm not going to fucking give you back your house or your car or even, you know, attempt to help you with your life, but I'm sorry for what I did to you. What fucking good does that do me? Cut me a check, bitch. Yeah, if, if you're so sorry, put your money where your mouth is. That should have been, in fact, if I'm Jerry Jones, I'd be like, so because they fucked up that call, there's your $2 million, right? There you go. Yeah, because it cost them way more than $2 million. Yeah, how much revenue did I lose because of your fucking bullshit rules that you that you can't even define? That you're having to redefine yet again in the offseason. I just... Uh, it, it, uh, it, 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 it's like heroin. It's like being a heroin addict. If I didn't love football, I... I I, 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 w- I could I would not watch this sport. <laughs> I just wouldn't, just because I fucking hate the NFL. I mean, they're just I, they're the bad guys. They're the bad guys. It, it's the, a catch when the receiver possesses the ball, handcuffs it to himself, and gets two feet in bounce. <laughs> well, Goodell, I'm, I'm surprised. Goodell will be dead soon. He's like sixty uh, something, right? I'm sorry. Making that NFL money, what forty million a year? Dick Cheney don't make forty million a year, and he's had how many heart attacks? Goodell's got enough money to stay alive for a oh, while. Oh God, he'll live long enough to have his head put on a robot body. <laughs> yes, <laughs> commissioner for life, for eternity. Robo Raj. Uh, but no, sir. I mean, it, it, the NFL is like the power company. They send you a bill, and you go, well, wait a minute, I didn't use this much power, I'm not paying this bill, and they go, okay, that's nice, well, we're the only power company in the neighborhood, so who's your second choice? Vinnie Mac, he's coming, <laughs> and he's bringing Stone Cold with him, I don't, I don't know, maybe, yeah, oh, here's Chef, they should have, they should have ex-WWE players be refs. <laughs> you know, you know what? I was I was kind of thinking this. What if he just fucking makes the XFL like the WWE, where all the games are scripted, all the outcomes are predetermined? There you go, Ice Man. But so, so make it just like the NFL, but out in the open. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to put it that way. But yeah, but it's entertaining. I mean, Triple H. Flipping the coin at the Super Bowl, wearing the zebra stripes. <laughs> Stone you Cold. You said tails, bitch. Steve, Steve Austin out there is a fucking ref, giving people stunners and shit uh, when they argue with him. Pulling beers out of his back pocket. When they argue with him, he'll just flip them off Clapping and walk away. Clapping them over his head. <laughs> after Climb, a ref- up on, after- Climb up on the goalpost and throw his arms in the air. After every review, and that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. No, but seriously, I mean, it would almost be a brilliant move to basically satirize the NFL that way. And you might actually get, I mean, you're not going to get NFL numbers because you're going to get people to go, oh, it's fake. I don't want to watch that shit. But you got a lot of people that watch fucking wrestling. Why? It's fake and the Iceman watches it anyway. I don't really watch it. Really? 
Dude, Animal. should we go back to the... Whatever. Let's wait till next football season. You were definitely the person watching all the games all day every Sunday. If we go I thought back you meant wrestling, dude. I don't chats. watch wrestling. No, I was talking about the, the, the football. football. Oh. Like, you know it's fake and you still watch it anyway. According to you. Not fake predetermined, Chris. Come on now, get yeah, it right. Yeah, there's a difference. People actually get hurt and shit. <laughs> but that's all predetermined. <laughs> there's no free will. It's like having an argument with a Christian about free will. God knows everything you're going to do, but you have free will. Huh? Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that makes no sense, but okay. <laughs> makes as much sense as a talking snake, I guess. Whatever. What are you going to do? I, I can't remember the name of the fucking movie, the one with Matt Damon where he's fucking up their program and keeps trying to get with this woman and off of the path that's predetermined for him. What about Google Hunting? No, hell no. Uh-uh. Okay. Inception? No, it's not Inception. That was not That was fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> it's not Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you got incepted while watching Inception, and you got incepted <laughs> into a world where Matt Damon's in Inception, that's not Matt that was Damon. Immaculate Reception, right there. That's what that was. The Immaculate Inception. <laughs> so I mean, all right. You said twenty-nine owners out of thirty-two basically agreed with fucking the NFL's decision. So, are, are, does that mean Jerry and a handful of other fucking owners are sitting there, puckered buttholes, going, "Well." Fuck the rest of these owners. Because, you know, you look, if you know anything about Jerry Jones, that motherfucker never forgets anything. <laughs> Mind like an elephant. Exactly. Yeah, but you know what? If one of those people is Bob Kraft, that's not a bad spot to be in. I can't see Kraft siding with Goodell. Yeah. I mean, because Goodell, Goodell did shit on the Patriots. I mean, let's, the whole Deflate Gate thing was a fucking joke. You know, Spygate was a fucking legit thing deflate gate when you had fucking current and former players coming out going we all fucking deflate the balls that's a given what's it but that all goes back here? to jim ursay being a whiny business that's really that's really all that's really where deflate gate comes from it was jim ursay was a whiny bitch and made him look into it you lost get over it the sheriff well, is gone. You got rid of him. Good day, sir. Well, speaking of lost and the sheriff being gone, Papa John's is no longer a sponsor of the NFL. Oh, really? When did this happen? Oh, shit. Hold on. Because I, I, I saw the article and I thought I sent it to you guys, but apparently I didn't. NFL needs a new official pizza? Yeah, apparently. I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, Papa John's Pizza. I wonder if Papa John's is, is even the CEO anymore. This is per ESPN no, five stepped, hours ago. No, he stepped down, actually. Um, from Darren Ravel. Papa John's is no longer the official pizza NFL. CEO Steve Ritchie said on the company's earnings conference call that the league and the company mutually decided it was in their best interest for Papa John's, which became the official pizza of the league in 2010 to give up the designation. The brand is is the first NFL sponsor to leave in the midst of its deal. The company said that on the call that there were no additional costs for undoing the deal. Uh, Which means they were both like, oh, we're done here, right? 
NFL and Papa John's have made a mutual decision to shift from official league sponsorship to a focus on partnerships with 22 local NFL teams in presence or presence and broadcast and digital media and key personalities in the sport. That's a joint statement from the company and the league. We are disappointed the NFL and its leadership did not resolve this. Shatner said, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, Papa John's himself. It was nearly four months ago to Papa John's founder, John Shatner, then also the CEO, said players who staged protests during the national anthem hurt business. The company pulled the NFL shield off its commercials during game broadcast, shield off its pizza boxes. So this is more fucking fallout from fucking players taking a knee, basically. And someone speaking up about it. Yep. Well, yeah, but this isn't somebody just going, I'm fucking offended. You're taking a knee on the flag and the troop. This is a guy going, look, dude, you guys are costing me money. Stop. <laughs> no, he said it. He thought that's why their sales were sliding. <laughs> yeah, he is because they were associated with the NFL. Yeah, he says that their sales were down 3.9% from October to December versus the same period the year before. Uh, they say it was due to promotions that didn't pan out and negative customer perception. Um, the company had positive comparative sales for the 14th consecutive year, narrowly accomplishing the mark in 2017 by growing by 0.1%. And shares have went down 7% in, well, you, since the announcement. Well, if you graph this, this year was just the next logical progression in the graph. But I guess he needed a scapegoat. I mean, but... Shit, he's not there anymore. They're not with the NFL anymore. So, I mean, everyone got fucked. Well, <clears throat> I mean, we've talked about it before, but, you know, there's a point where you're not going to have any more growth at the rate that you expect. And then you have the backlash because everything's politicized now. That's one of the things with social media. Everybody thinks that their voice is... is as important as anybody else's voice. And all you got to do is look at the shootings from a couple weeks ago and go to any social media site that you want to and just look at everybody thinking that whatever they post is going to change something. Oh, it's awful. And yes. it does. It, nothing changes. It, and nothing changes. I mean, let me put it this way. Nothing changes because you posted a meme. All right. Nothing's going to change because you say, I'm NFL free now. And really, I mean, we talked about it. How many people were saying they're NFL free, but then come playoffs, these same people knew everything that fucking happened in every playoff game. Well, then how do you know it if you're NFL free? Very few people who said, I'm going to turn off the NFL, actually turned off the NFL. No, there are people that did, but like I said, it's it's not the that's not the reason for the decline in ratings. The reason for the decline in ratings is a lot of shit games during the regular season in the primetime slots. How many Pretty times much. we were picking games where we were like, oh, this is a fucking stinker, and it's a Thursday or Sunday night game? Yeah, the buff fuck of the week was a Sunday night fucking game. You know, I mean, I get that they, 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 they pick who play each other years ahead of time. You can't really fucking predict what a team's going to be doing in three, four years. But you can also flex games. And it seems like they're they're almost hesitant to do that anymore. Whereas it used to, I mean, even like seven, eight years ago, wasn't that like closer you get to the playoffs? Oh, if this game has playoff implications, we're flexing it to Sunday night. Used to. Used to could. If they try hard enough, they might have ought to could again. 
I mean, and also, you just have people who, once again, hate the NFL so much, hate their business practices, hate their policies, you know, and it, it, so don't, they, might have, they might have nothing to do with people fucking kneeling on the field. It, it, you, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but when I, don't, when I like, hate things and don't like them, I generally don't participate in them, nor acknowledge them, nor say anything or think anything about them. That's just me. But, but that's not... It's not the way the world works today. Yeah, it, it's, not, it's not the social media generation. Social media generation, you don't get responses by going, just as an example, like, I love the Beatles who agrees. You get a couple thumbs up and people go, yeah, they were great, they are innovators. You get more responses by going, I can't fucking stand the Beatles. And that's just, it, people focus on the negative. People celebrate what they hate more than they celebrate what they love these days. And they're embarrassed to, about what they love. You used to be defined by the music you like. Now you're defined by the music you hate. You know, it's and it's it's kind of seeped over into a lot of other things. And I mean, on top of that, I still think the NFL is being short sighted because they're not taking into account how many people are fucking not paying two hundred dollars a month for cable anymore and are watching their product via streaming, whether whether it's legal or not. I mean, obviously, if you have the Sunday ticket or whatever the fuck and you stream it and you pay for it, you're counted. But I know quite a few people who watch sports and don't have cable and they're not watching a legal stream. So how do you count those numbers? You can't really. But yeah, this just do you guys really think it's a mutual fucking decision between Papa John's and the NFL? Or do you think this is cover trying to save face as you they dissolve this partnership? Uh, little column A, little column B. Yeah, I'm with that. I know that's playing both sides of the <laughs> the coin, but I really think it's probably a dash of both. No, I really do too, because the you know the fallout of he wants to they want to call Papa John to testify and for the conclusion, and you know Papa John's you know they you know they could be right. It's their involvement with the NFL could be affecting their sales. Yeah, Papa John's wants to distance. Papa John's now apparently wants to distance themselves from the the NFL, and the NFL probably isn't too happy that they were talking shit. So it's probably yeah, yeah let's uh, let's just call you know it's like two adults that actually end a relationship, and we're done here. Yeah, but it's I also I think back to like when we covered the issue on Unregimented, how somehow Papa John's had gotten. The reputation of being the pizza, the official pizza of the alt right, and I gotta wonder how much that that, that factors in here. Because whether the NFL wants to admit it or not, in a perfect world, the NFL is is apolitical. They don't take a side on any politics. But well, Papa, that's just not that's not the world we live in these days. Well, Papa John's got themselves into the politics game, and they should have just stayed in the pizza game. You don't, pretty much. You, you you don't know about how the CEO of Domino's or Pizza Hut felt about fucking. You know, the national anthem. No, they just wanted people to buy their shit on Sunday. Well, uh, Tom Monahan, who started Domino's. Mm-hmm. Big, big Christian. And I really didn't hear a whole lot about his faith until after he sold Domino's. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm looking at MSN Sports, and they have a story about how the Vikings are clearing the deck of quarterbacks to go after Kirk Cousins. Well, who'd they cut? Who's no longer a Viking? 
Uh, let's see here. Free agency is only two weeks away with the deadline of placing franchise tags and players is one week away and the Vikings have begun making decisions. NFL report, well.com reported yesterday Minnesota will not use the franchise tags on Case Keenum, uh, who stepped in for an injured Sam Bradford, who took the place of an injured Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> who even went back to full health, did not win the job back from Keenum. <laughs> <laughs> Who led the team to the NFC title game? It was messy, but it worked somehow. <laughs> it's literally what it says. Wow, man! <laughs> and now today, this from Ian Rappaport with the mar- with, with the March lo- with the March looming. That's what he said, and some murkiness around Vikings QB Teddy Bridgewater's Water- contract. He is expected to be a free agent. Sources say Minnesota is not planning to assert that his contract tolls. This is bad. Rappaport, did you have a stroke in the middle of this fucking tweet? <laughs> Minnesota is not planning to assert that his contract tolls and Bridgewater is processing if, as if he's a free agent. I think he means proceeding, but whatever. Uh, this is more complicated than merely not signing Bridgewater because of his long-term injury. The Vikings could have made a case. It was certainly not cut and dried. But his contract could have been told which would roll it over a full year and have him essentially play for free in 2018. So Keenum is a free agent after the journeyman turned in a magical season that no front office in his right mind would count on him repeating. Bridgewater, five years younger than younger, but with uncertain health prospects as a free agent, they're not going to re-sign Sam Bradford. So there you go. I don't know. I think Case Keenum would be my backup. Dang that. Got you to the playoffs. Yeah. And it says, if Cousins goes elsewhere, the Vikings could make a run at Drew Brees, even though he's expected to end up back with New Orleans. And after that, the pickings get get slim. Nick Foles in trade, Josh McCowan comes down to it. A reunion with Keenum or Bridgewater might be the stopgap solution as the Vikings grab a quarterback in a draft that's pretty deep with them. But right now, it looks like Cousins are bust. And if the defense plays like it did last year, that could end up difference between a Super Bowl and a wasted season. Well, you know, there's always Colin Kaepernick, so. Dude, you never know. You never know. I bet you Foles ends up as a Viking. Foles? Mm-hmm. Big Dick Nick's going to get some shrinkage up there in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, tiny Dick Nick. <laughs> he goes from Big Dick to Average Dick Nick. Cold Dick Nick. <laughs> no Dick Nick. Yeah. Not in Minnesota. Oof. That's just what my gut tells me. But you fools ends up in a Viking. So where do you think Cousins ends up? Denver. Yeah, I can agree with Denver, that. Denver would love to have Kirk Cousins. They got Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, man. They need someone who can throw to those motherfuckers because they can catch the ball. Yep. Proven they can catch. Yeah. I mean, there are just stories after stories after stories from, from all over the spectrum of sports media that are just saying that the Vikings are pursuing Kirk Cousins. Oh, no, period. I agree. I like saw they, him. They, they, they want him. I seen him. I seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone tell Layla to shut up in the background. I heard that dog bark. <laughs> yeah, I got a new puppy. Loves um, the what, you, that, that little rat thing? That's, don't call my puppy a rat. <laughs> <laughs> my cat's bigger than your dog <laughs> he's only eight weeks old 
But yeah, man. So Nick Foles' penis is bigger than my dog, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. tiny, tiny dog or big dick? <laughs> <laughs> my puppy is itty bitty, and it's okay. All right. So any anything else on the uh, NFL news, or is it pretty much? Ezekiel Elliott is a lion. Get it? He, got, fuck he out. got franchise tag. Shut up. He got the franchise <laughs> tag. I'm not kidding. No, Ezekiel Ansa. You said Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, I was Elliot, like Ansa. Whatever. No, what do you mean? Whatever. There's a big fucking difference between yeah. the two. It's a fucking Zeke. No, Ezekiel Elliott would be huge fucking news. Not really. If he was a lion, dude. If he, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! If he was a lion, you, we would. Uh, my pants would be smaller. I tell you that. <laughs> Especially with Matt Patricia coming in. Like, no, dude. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Ezekiel Lanza did get the. Does that? Oh, does, does that? Oh, does that mean Matt Stafford go somewhere? Matt Stafford got signed to millions of dollars on a contract. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, but what if a team with a you know. Payroll. Maybe this team willing to pick it up. They're leaving him open. Do you think Matt Patricia really is going to trade Stafford? No. I'm just irresponsibly speculating. Wild and reckless speculation, Iceman. That's a big contract for anybody to fucking... But why wouldn't... But if you just sunk all that money into him, why wouldn't you make him the franchise player? You don't have to franchise a player that you've signed, bro. The franchise tag... It means you don't have to sign them to a contract. Yeah, you just pay them millions of dollars for that year. Yeah, but it also means they're untouchable by other teams. Right, because they don't have a contract, but they can't be a free agent because they have a franchise tag. Gotcha. So they're stuck. Right. You can't touch them, but it doesn't have a contract. So instead of trying to work out a deal for multi-years and multi-millions of dollars, they're just going to pay them a couple million dollars for this year and yeah, try to work to- it out for next year. They have to pay him the average of the top five players at his position, what the top five players make. They have to pay that average, don't they? Is that how the, the franchise tag works? I don't know how, how they uh, do the uh, payment, but the the point of the franchise tag you is... You seem to be an expert there. on everything else. I'm, I'm going to come <laughs> over there and say what I'm an expert at. Anyways, no, he, uh, no, it just means you can't touch them and they don't have a set contract for how many years and all that shit. But I also know that players aren't really fond of the franchise tag for the most part. So that leads to the question, why the fuck, if they want him, have they not went to the negotiating table and, and locked him up for a long-term contract? Can anybody say and Sue? Same thing. Uh, yeah. The change that, the change that Matt Patricia is going to bring does that. Stop valuing one player over the team. You, you filled Matt Stafford's pockets so full, the guy can't float in the pool. We've got twins. <laughs> We're brand new twins. Yeah, and his wife, even though she's hot, she ain't a model. So she ain't worth more than him. Sam. Well. All right, so we should, should we put a, a bow on it and call the show? Hey, ADD, you got anything else over there? <laughs> the ADD, man. Why got to be ADD now? Have you listened to the shows? <laughs> Thank you for listening. Anyways, no, nah, nah, not really. Nah, we're good. So wrap it up. Oh, spring training games have started. My my phone has been blowing up with baseball notifications. 
That's nice. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Todd if he's down to do next week, and next week will be our our uh, baseball preview, season preview, whatever show. Um, yeah, I would love to hear what he says about uh, what is it, Cindergard from the Mets. Oh, believe me, dude. Uh, homeboy is like Rain Man when it comes to baseball. Like his knowledge of baseball makes me look like I don't know shit about hockey. Like compare, like if you compare the the two, so, I've talked to him and he's talking about players in single A ball and players that are playing in like huh. leagues in in you know like winter leagues in South America and shit because he's traveled and went to those games. He's like, watch out for this guy, and I'm like, really, never heard of him. Year later, there's a bidding war for him, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Todd, you missed your calling. You should be a scout, bro. <laughs> it's it. You like to travel, and you know a lot about baseball. It kind of suits you. But hey, until so you can check out his podcast, Escaping the Cave, here on ChristopherMedia.net, which comes out when he wants it to. And absolutely has nothing to do with baseball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just just don't go into it thinking it's a sports podcast. It is not. Yes, it is not a sports podcast. But it's Todd pontificating about politics, news, life, and such. Yeah, it comes out when Todd wants it to, quite honestly. I'd like to say it comes out on a certain day, but it does not. It comes out when Todd decides. So, yeah, make sure you hit us up. Uh, and the social media on Twitter at Sporgy Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, by the way, if you're new or if you uh, are not new. Wow. Yeah. End of, end of the show. Run, <laughs> running out of uh, different ways to say the same thing. Just thanks for listening. Uh, tell a friend because that's how uh, podcasts work. Uh, email the show Sporgy at Christopher. No, Sporgy Podcast at ChristopherMedia.net. And. Yeah, Facebook, like and share us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Later, guys. Peace out, y'all. If you like this show, please tell a friend. Please follow us on Twitter and like and share us on Facebook by searching for Christopher Media. You can subscribe to all ChristopherMedia.net shows for free on ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.